Chapter 1 From the rooftop of Information Headquarters, Bingo and Jemiah stood on their back paws and watched Little Mama and Daddy-O trundle away. Their stripy gray and black silhouettes grew smaller and smaller in the deepening dusk. Daddy-O called out, Make us proud, boys. That was followed by Little Mama. Be sure to follow orders. For as long as raccoons had inhabited the Sugar Man Swamp, which was eons, they had been the official scouts ordained by the Sugar Man himself back in the year Ought One, also known as the beginning of time. Of course, Bingo and Jemiah would follow the orders. They knew them by heart. Official Sugar Man Swamp Scout Orders Keep your eyes open. Keep your ears to the ground. Keep your nose in the air. Be true and faithful to each other. In short, be good. These orders were practical, and the Raccoon Brothers had no problem following them. Besides, Bingo and Jemiah weren't ordinary Swamp Scouts. They were, in fact, informational officers, a highly specialized branch of the Scout system. And because of this, there were two additional orders. Always heed the voice of intelligence, and in the event of an emergency, wake up the sugar man. The first additional order was easy enough, as we shall soon see, but the second was a different matter. The problem? Nobody really knew exactly where the sugar man slept, only that it was somewhere in the deepest, darkest part of the swamp. He hadn't been seen in many years. The bigger problem? Waking the sugar man up wasn't all that easy. He slept like a log, literally. The biggest problem? What if he woke up cranky? Every denizen in the swamp knew that the wrath of the sugar man was something to avoid. He also had a rattlesnake pet, Gertrude. Crotalus horridus giganticus, also known as CHG. Brothers and sisters, the stakes were high. Chapter 2 Got to go way, way back into yesterday, and the yesterday before that, maybe a million yesterdays, actually more than a million, a gazillion yesterdays, to hear about the sugar man. Got to go back to when the sea had only barely rolled its way south into the Gulf of Mexico and left behind the slow-moving Bayo Tortorel, which meandered through the middle of the wide-open marsh. Sitting as it was in the deep southern side of the continent, the marsh had long days of sunshine and plenty of rain, all the right ingredients to give birth to a whole host of species of plants and animals, and like a tree rising up out of the rich red dirt, soon enough a creature born of the swamp rose up too. He was taller than his cousin Sasquatch, taller than the Barmanu, way taller than the Yeti. His legs and arms were like the new cedar trees that were taking root all around, tough and sinuous. His hands were as wide and big as palmetto ferns. His hair looked just like the Spanish moss that hung on the north side of the cypress trees, and the rest of his body was covered in rough black fur like the fur of the Ursus Americanus luteolus, UAL, also known as Louisiana black bear, that had taken up residence in the area. You could say that he was made up of bits and pieces of every living creature in the swamp, every duck, fox, lizard, and catfish, every pitcher plant, muskrat, and termite. 
Of course, Bingo and Jemiah knew the history. Little Mama and Daddy-O had made sure of it. Over the years, however, the sugar man has grown older and older and sleepier and sleepier. Let's not forget that he's been there for too many years to count, since back before we even measured time in years. But just because the sugar man is old and sleepy doesn't mean he can't spin an alligator over his head and toss him into orbit. No siree, Bob. In fact, whenever he gets mad, he tends to throw things. All in all, it's not a good idea to stir up the wrath of the sugar man.